Welcome to the Ben Don't Break podcast. I am Aaron Schweitzer, your host, along with intrepid reporter Laurel Bronze. This podcast is powered by The Source Weekly, everyone's favorite newspaper. This podcast is supported by Worthy Brewing, putting education first, utilizing green technologies, and experimenting daily to brew the best damn beer in the Pacific Northwest while treading as lightly on the earth as possible. Living out our mantra, earth first, beer second. And we have my favorite worthy uh, brew here, Hazy IPA. Be having that later. Right now, our guest is Patty Adair, Deschutes County Commissioner. She is a fourth generation Oregon native. Grew up on a ranch an hour east of Pendleton. She has a history BA from the U of O, a certified public accountant, in Washington State. Her grandparents, Ukiah Sawmill, you may have seen down at the High Desert Museum. It was moved there in the 90s and continues to be an attraction today. She recently, when she ran for office on affordable housing and removing barriers to development and state land use laws. Patty, thank you for being with us today. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, it's, I guess I could say it's my pleasure to come up the stairs and uh, <laughs> actually, yes, get back into my office. Right. Where, uh, I'm very much at home in my office. So, Patty, as we get started, tell me a little bit about your great-grandparents, your fourth generation. What did they do? How did they get here? Well, my um, great-great-grandfather came from Prussia, and he actually sailed around the Cape, um, came up and ended up in Portland. I think he took, like, a train or something over to Ukiah, and... um, settled there. Originally, he was a sheep, sheep rancher, and then he eventually went into cows. But so that's where the sawmill comes from, the Ukiah Ranch that uh, my mother grew up at um, as a child. And, um, you know, it was really amazing. I remember going fishing with my grandfather. I I mean, I couldn't figure out why I love fishing. Well, it was because when I was really young, I'd get to go fishing with my grandfather, and they had a couple creeks on the ranch. And I caught a lot of fish with him and I've never caught another fish. <laughs> I even had fishing poles and I'd go fishing on Little Butter Creek where we lived and I'd, I'd come back to the house. I go, mom, I can't understand why I want to go do this, but I, I did not get his talent. Um, it was definitely, grandfather was the important trick to my fishing ability. And then actually my other grandfather on my other side, this is what is so amazing when he When I was running in September, my cousin, my first cousin gave me an advertisement from um, Pop Pop's race. He was a county commissioner in Umatilla County. I thought he was a county extension agent and it ended up, he was a commissioner there two years. It was like before I was born. He was two terms there and then he actually went to Portland and was the director of the Pacific International, you know, that livestock show. Wow. So, and I didn't even, I didn't know he was a county commissioner. So when people asked me why I was doing this, you know, um, genetically, it was definitely in my genes. You were predisposed. It was well, in your blood. Yes, I know. I know. It, it was, it was just kind of really nice. And I have, I have a picture of him on my wall and it kind of reminds, it reminds me of, you know, my history with Oregon and how much yeah. I love my state. Did you ever do any logging with them? I mean, not logging, but like. Using the sawmill, getting in there, um, running boards. Well, I remember the sawmill there, but I was really like, I had a big bowl of toads and frogs. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, I had, I remember having all those animals when I get to go stay with my grandparents in the summer. My mom actually told me the stories that they had, 
it looked kind of like uh, Ponderosa, you know, the TV, old TV show. They'd have the Ponderosa Pines of Bonanza, you know, where the field, right. you know, with the big trees. And at one point when they were harvesting some of the older trees, uh, they had a couple trees that took an entire uh, logging truck just with one tree. Wow. Uh, that they, you know, that you know, they were getting old and they needed to take them down. Sure. Those are like uh, family important stories. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never, never did really any logging. <laughs> no, that was not me. I was riding a horse. I did. I did notice. Speaking of riding a horse, that um, the rodeo queen has fallen off of your resume. Is that? Uh... Oh, I thought it was important. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when I was the queen of the Pendleton Roundup, I got to meet the first Prime Minister Trudeau. Wow. Um, um, the, the court went to Calgary and my court director said, oh, come on. I think you'd like to meet this man. And I did. I met um, Justin Trudeau's father. So this oh, was, right. oh, I think it was in 1971. So, yeah, I know it fell off, but um, that's why, you know, the rodeo, um, what happens at our county fairgrounds, you know, losing the sister's rodeo this year. You can't see be, on my other wall in my office um, is I have what four sister's rodeo posters and it's um, it's part of my family. My brother-in-law is has been for quite a few years was an announcer for the national finals rodeo. He grew up in Redmond, in fact, Terrebonne, and our current um, the rodeo director for the Deschutes County Fair, Gladys Happington, rides one of Butch's saddles. So it's okay. it's an amazing small world when you dig down. Well, now you're the commissioner over the Deschutes County Fair and their rodeo. Are you helping them out at all? We had to. We had to actually um, cancel this year's rodeo yeah. fair. You know, the end of um, July, the first of August, and you know, from the sounds of the press conference this morning, it doesn't sound like that would have really changed because they're talking about doing phase two into the fall, and. Right. What I'm hoping is maybe we can come up with something in like September, you know, some kind of a rodeo for, you know, a lot of our community, that's what they do. And sure. if we can come up with something in September, October, that would be, um, in my opinion, really something worthwhile. And we've talked to Gladys about it. And the other important thing that really we need to do is the FFA and the 4-H kids, last year's uh, proceeds grossed 1.5 million. For those those hardworking kids that have right. learned personal responsibility, and I know they're working on a Zoom somehow how to uh, support the, the kids and their animals this year. So I, I'm really, you know, whatever it takes to make that. I know it's going to be hard to, you know, match last year, but at least make it so the kids have something. I mean, that's how I put myself through college. Was my forage my forage money? I was a forager for ten years. Right. So. Well, Patty, when you took, when you got elected in September, I mean, I pre think it's pretty safe. Oh, to November. November. Oh, November. Right. <laughs> You're running in September. Yes. Sorry about yes, that. Yes, running in September. <laughs> Getting it in November. Um, it's safe to say you couldn't have foreseen the, having the virus hit and the importance that county, county politics have hit. I mean, you are probably the most popular and powerful person being the opener of the uh, county. Well, no, I, I just wanted that message to get to the community because when I drove the plan over, it was really, you know, we were emailing it, but, but I just see what's happened to our county. The fact that we have so, we're what, the third highest unemployment yeah. in the state. Sure. And I just, 
I know we've got to work back and you can't run a restaurant at 30%. You're just losing more money. And so I'm personally really thrilled that our numbers are meeting the target of what the state set up so that we can actually expand those. Um, it's critical. We have such a tourist industry and yet we're, you know, we are, we are diversified here. I was happy to see that Epic hired back 150 of their 300 employees. I met one of them in line at Safeway in, um, in Redmond, probably a couple, like four, four weeks ago, I think. And he said he didn't have a problem. He got his unemployment right away and everything. But, you know, they let off 300 people just like that. So, right. um, yeah, it's, I don't, I guess I wouldn't say, you know, I just really take my job very seriously. Yeah. Uh, I just, I've always taken responsibility. I was raised that way. You know, my, you know, my sisters were all extremely hardworking and responsible. And, you know, my, my parents really showed us that ethic growing up. So, you know, it doesn't leave you, but I just want you guys to know that I actually got the key to the County. Have you seen this? Have I have not. This is, I'm supposed to be one of the 100,000 Oregonians, our household that gets tested for COVID. And oh, great. I know. I'm like, oh, of course I did. I'm an AD. <laughs> anyway, I got this card in the mail and I'm, you know, how you stand over your trash can and you're putting your mail in. And I looked at this and I went, oh no, it's a picture. This is Smith Rock. So I'm thinking like, okay. And it's also in Spanish, which I did. I can barely speak, but I do. I, I can't speak some Spanish. Anyway, so I'm going, oh my gosh. Then I got my letter the other day on how I need to sign up for this. So have, have you actually met anyone that's gotten this? We had, our editor got, didn't get, you are the key, but she did get, uh, she did do the test. Um, oh, she did, but she, she didn't get this from the, the governor actually to be on no, there. Okay. No, no. Yeah. I thought that was very, um, yeah. you know, and I was just really happy that, oh my gosh, I actually like read it and, and I, I've been saving it and trying to find some other people. And honestly, I've only met one other couple that got this in the mail, but they oh, should be asking 7,500 people from Deschutes County because the governor said they were asking 150,000 Oregonians with the goal of getting 100,000 to, to participate. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm talking about. I mean, you, you've now been elevated as, as to this, the opener is, is, is what I'm calling it. You're, you've got the key to the county. Everybody's yes. looking at you. How does that sit, How's that weight on your shoulder these days? I mean, how have you been spending your last couple of months? Working really hard, yeah. you know, what is it six days seven days a week something like that um but you know that's okay because last year when i was first elected um my responsibility was to go to county college which was either in salem corvallis and i we would go to salem for like sunday night for meetings all day monday legislative and then i would come back home and then i'd have to go back to salem or you know eugene right. somewhere for more training and you know, um, I don't know if you remember, but there's a lot of snow like February and March over the past. And I was like, I was in it a lot. So I feel like at least this is my second year. Last year, I, I really did pray that we wouldn't have forest fires. Um, we were able to, you know, we tripled the days at the transfer stations for free for people this year for tonnage. That just ended last week, the 24th. But those are the kind of things that um, I really worked on getting implemented in Deschutes County. So, you know, we're looking, we're looking at, um, you know, the precarious position of, you know, are we going to have a fire season? 
you know, we know you all, we all know it's extremely dry. We're supposed sure. to actually declare a drought emergency. And I'm just thrilled that the tonnage doubled. People really took responsibility and cleaned up around their, their property. And that's what, you know, if you haven't done that, you need to do that. Well, I think people are obsessive right now about their lawns. I mean, you see the oh. spikes in uh, nurseries and tree plantings. I mean, it's all you can do. It's pets and dog, pets and, and plants right now. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> personally, I think, you know, I have lots of pets at my house and I do believe that, you know, that's what keeps you balanced. In the morning, I, like I go out to my barn at like six or t something like that. And, you know, I do, a, I do some cleanup. I like check my horses, I water, I feed. And that's the way I start my day. And it really helps, you know, breathing fresh air. And, um, and then, you know, getting into to my, into town or wherever we need to go. You know, it's been in, it's been um, to the office a lot lately. And we actually have a, a region for um, our county commissioners that's next week. And I said, you know, guys, we could actually get together and have lunch. I mean, we could actually see each right. other, and you know, you, you I, at some point in time, you can you can really gain a lot more from that experience. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget that six feet means six feet, and you know, we've moved into a different phase. It is it's interesting to me to watch people as we come out of these phases and certain things are implemented. <clears throat> some people are still back in a in a world where they're hunkered down and they they don't see anybody, they stay home, and. I've tried to encourage my staff to come in at least a couple days a week to try to, you know, meet people again, get used to, get used to real face to face. No, I, I um, honestly, I think it's really important. And um, I, I see the difference in people. I and mean, we actually have, what is it? 5 million Americans now on anti-depressions mm -hmm. uh, pills. It's the most we've ever had in you know and that's you know that's really frightening um you know depression is a serious epidemic the good news was yesterday when i had my county commissioner meeting dr conway did point out that the suicide numbers were really actually okay for oregon but normally oregon is more at the top of suicide so i you know i i worry about people and that's why i know if we can get more people back to work that will help balance it out was the doctor saying that he had seen, um, he hadn't seen an increase in? in no, suicide? no, they haven't. They've been watching it really closely, yeah. but we have not seen an increase in Deschutes County and or the state at this point in time. So, and they are really watching it because I don't know if you saw the reports, but California was having, oh my gosh, horrible, sure. horrible epidemics. So, yes. Yeah, it's one of the things I think, in our, at least in our editorial meetings, we talk about quite a lot is the unintended consequences that are we'll see later in terms of mental health and, you know, what's going to be available for mental health services. Are you feeling pretty good about the way the county's been handling their budget and what you see for the future? Well, the really good news is, um, I believe it was the end of April, the 28th of April, the federal government renewed the um, certified community behavioral health clinics and we're getting another four million dollars for that program it's a program that started in 2017 and Oregon was one of eight states wow. and and there was all kinds of questions where the fed federal government going to renew this and last August I mean I was really worried about it because I am on the behavioral health committee 
for um, our county. And I drove back from Seneca, two sisters, cleaned my barn, got a shower, and drove over to Salem. And on uh, the next morning at eight, met with Pat Allen at OHA, saying, yeah. Pat. And it's great because he had recognized me. I'd met him earlier in the Capitol, but he, I go like, Pat, this is so important. Originally, Oregon had to have a match, like a 25% match. And it was like, you, you just really weren't sure that was going to happen. And right. I just knew we're one of eight states. We really need this. And, you know, and the federal government actually came through for it. So I'm, um, I'm happy about that. And then um, we actually just applied for another grant that I'd worked on it's through the justice program, but they were offering 10 million for um, funding. And with uh, the DA's office, with Brandy and with Holly, who's working the stabilization center, they are applying for a couple million dollars to help with our stabilization center. And that could be so critical here in, well, in Bend, but it's right. actually going to help, you know, maybe problems in Madras, Crook County, um, the Central Oregon Health Council um, donated uh, half a million dollars for the project. And it's, it's, it's so important. And I'm really happy that, you know, that it just had a soft opening this week on Monday. Great. So they're taking, they're making appointments. The teams are working out of there. And, you know, MPD, uh, the sheriff has been a tremendous supporter. It's, it's really, um, it's great. Well, Patty, let me let me open the floor up to Laurel to ask a question. I know I've been hogging all the time as usual, Laurel. Hogging, don't use that word, hogging. <laughs> Little piggies. Those like the hot item at the 4-H fair. You know that. I do. Yeah, I uh, I actually was part of a uh, a group that uh, bid on what was it called, Piggy Smalls. Oh, <laughs> and we actually had a pet pig once growing up and we were so mad at our dad, you know, six girls and he gets his pig. He actually was like a dog. We'd go ride our horses and he would go with us like a dog. It was, right. we loved him. Yeah. They're yeah. wonderful pets. So I won't, I won't hog oh, anything, but Laura, okay, don't hog anything. you go <laughs> Oh, Patty, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about um, what the council or uh, what the commissioners have been talking about. In regards to churches, I know there's this situation's gotten really politicized. Um, and at least the last thing I read, um, some of the county commissioners felt strongly about declaring churches essential businesses. What is? Um, we we don't we didn't we didn't do that, and we won't be doing that. The governor's ruling today. Did you see the press conference? Not all of it. He actually changed the parameters she added churches to restaurants and if you have the you need to allocate 35 square feet per person i believe it was either that or you could have 250 whichever the lesser but you know for churches like saint francis which has on a, a capacity of 980 that will mean, I'm not sure what their square footage is, but at least that means that more than 50 people will legally, per the governor's phase two, will be able to attend services there. So, you know, they were having church every day, but when they have, you know, a thousand or more parishioners and families, at least this means that if it's a choice, you know, it's a choice whether you go to the service or not. But the governor did, um, she actually added it to her parameters today. 
Thanks. That's good. So well, some, you know, some of the uh, people will be able to come in person oh, now if they yeah, feel I mean, comfortable no, inside. I mean, some people don't didn't don't want to, and I sure. can really understand that. But then again, for those that do, thank goodness, it, it is a choice now. So I, I'm, um, you know, I just feel like, well, I was, she, she definitely made it a choice. Patty, when um, one of the things that I saw that recently the sheriff's office had a um, pretty big illegal uh, marijuana bust, and I know that was something that you were really concerned about in your campaign out in the county. Did you guys have much to do with that? Were you in coordination at all with those guys? We never know till after it's done. <laughs> oh, really? And we get the message. Yeah, they actually did three busts that day because we have, oh, it's like 40 legal grows in the county. Right. And, um, and so these are grows that aren't, you know, they're not medical and they're not legal and they're black market. And, you know, they're going down 97 to wherever. And no, the county, um, the sheriff's office has two people that serve on code for that. And, you know, they're, sure. they're just trying, um, you know, there were neighbors in that, like there was one in Lapine, the neighbors had, you know, been really concerned about it. There were children in the neighborhood. Um, they were dealing with a lot. So it was, you know, we just hear about it after it's done. I believe last year we had a uh, report from the code enforcement and they had, I think they procured like 16 million wow. in illegal things. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. And that was all, it's all black market. Yeah. I was very surprised at the size of those busts. Those were a large grow operations. I don't, I, I can't imagine what those people are thinking that you're going to just mistake them for a legal grow. I mean, they, they're, they're pretty noticeable. I think it's not uh, well, something you're going to get away with. The sheriff actually explained to us that the legal girls are really happy that we're enforcing the law because they're the ones that are following the rules sure. and they're doing everything right. And they're, you know, they're being inspected. And so that's, you know, I think that's the good news. Yeah. I mean, they're dumping a bunch of low cost marijuana into the market and really hurting those legal grow businesses. Right. The ones that are you following know. the rules. Right. Um, Patty, we are kind of at the end of our time with the podcast. Um, you've been great. Is there anything that you want to speak to that we have not asked or, or talked about? I mean, it's a pretty short segment, but I know, isn't it amazing how fast it goes? Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, no, thank you for the opportunity. And, you know, just, <clears throat> if you are still having problems with your unemployment, please, please call me or call the County office. They're trained, they're trained now on what we do and how we really get we help people. Um, it's just, you know, it's, there are too many people that haven't been helped with their unemployment benefits. It's gone on sure. too many weeks. And if you can, if you can be helped, we, we would love to do that. So no, thank you for asking me, Laurel. Um, I never dreamed that today would be the way it is. When we <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I thought, well, maybe things will be, a, you know, have settled down, but no, really they haven't, but that's okay. You know, we're, if we can go into phase two, um, that's, that's wonderful for our business community. So I just, you know, the business community, get back into work and, and hire those people back. Yeah. Patty, I really appreciate all the work you've, you've put into getting the county open. And, uh, and I liked your commitment to driving it all the way to Salem. That was a well, great talking point. It was good. Well, it was, you know, it just, I just wanted everybody to know that it means, it means the world to me that 
um, you know, yeah. we need to get back to work, you know, safely, but yeah, please get back to work. Well, as a business owner, I appreciated it. So oh, thank well, you very much. Thank you guys. Thanks, Laurel. Yeah.